This is the Infinite Podcast with me, Ulf Tönderflitti. And me, Eysen Rabbe. We are here to go into the unknown and to discover the great secrets of our universe and everything. And we're going to share them with... Who are we going to share them with? I don't know. Maybe the listeners? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, so this episode is the second live episode we're doing with the Wake Up Show. Yes. This time around, I'm all alone in the studio. You are. Don't even but I'm with you on video. You're with pre-recorded. me pre-recorded video. I have some... Yes. Uh, that you didn't listen to. I didn't you get the audio. <laughs> but you guys will get the audio. Yeah. It'll work for you guys. Yes. Uh, we're talking about the lungs of Mother Earth mm-hmm. and uh, yawning. Yes. You get that yawn going on. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> yes. Enjoy. Welcome to the Wake Up Show. We're back at another episode and uh good morning for you Norwegian people and uh good afternoon in Australia. And in San Francisco, we say good evening. We're looking forward to host you for another hour. And as you can see, I'm not here in uh, the studio today, but I'm actually on my balcony. And it's kind of a bit chilly, um, which is a good thing sometimes in the morning to, to really like to feel alive. What we need sometimes is to start our bodies and what is better than some cold air? So anyway, I wanted to tell you something. I want to remind you about something vital, which is breath. So before we start this amazing show, I want you to, to take a few deep breaths with me. So on my count, fill your lungs. Hold it for a bit and feel how your body relaxes, how you kind of cleanse everything, have your feet on the ground and take another one. And one more and we're good. So just Feel it and, and have a think about it, how important it is to breathe. If we tend to forget in our stressful day and we tend to forget, what about Mother Earth? This, uh, this place where you're staying for a bit, she is also breathing in her own way and her breathing is actually helping us breathe. So. I think we might gonna talk about that in this episode actually. We'll see. So okay, I'm wishing you a good show. I'm gonna watch it from afar because I'm I'm traveling. So um enjoy.
fuck. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. God damn it. So I gotta, I gotta admit something that, like, I used to be such a tech whiz, and and then and on a technical level, I've, I've just been getting dumber and dumber. So when Rob is not around, this this just seems like uh, way above my pay grade. Um, good morning, good evening, and good night to all of your people who are woken up. Are you awake? You present? Yeah, so I did not hear a word of what Rabbi said in his intro. I hope it was was good. I guess it was profound and, and deep, and hopefully he didn't... Well, whatever he said must have been wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it. So, theme of this episode is Lungs of Mother Earth. And, uh, well, I guess lungs are used for breathing... And Mother Earth is sort of like the place where we live. That's kind of cool. And and so... Well, this is our, this is our second episode. And already we're doing the lungs. That's, that's pretty amazing. Now, I'm still a bit like baffled at all the, like, the technological aspects of this. Is this actually coming through? What do you think? I don't even know how I I can check that. We can hear you fine. Okay, well that's good. Thanks, Rabbi. Um, let's get back, let's get back to business. So the theme, the lungs of Mother Earth. I guess first thing that comes to mind is is the well, the Amazon, because the Amazon is uh, is trees, and trees produce oxygen, right? And we humans need oxygen to live. It's uh, crucial to our survival, I guess, with water. And now the Amazon is burning. That sounds horrible. I guess we're screwed then. I guess we just... To pack up and then and, and go somewhere else. Next planets. Now, it does seem to me that on a regular basis we will we will find some sort of crisis to latch onto, like some some big big unsolvable problem that's just so unsurmountable that we we just become, well, we'll just. Uh, regress into to, to doing nothing because it just well, what, what can we do and now I think one side is so so the mayor like the physical aspect of it all is of course so there is a fire so you could put out the fire and the fire will be extinguished and things will be fine but I think we have to go deeper than that like well, why is there a fire and, and obviously there might be a multitude of reasons for there to be a fire in the Amazon right now, or lots of fires. Um, but an important thing to remember is that uh, fires in in the forest is actually quite natural, and it's a part of uh, nature's way of actually cleaning up. Uh, it's a 
how how do we say it's a death rebirth ritual that it seems like planet earth mother earth has has uh, um has as running and uh, i do believe it was the very i i do enjoy listening to jordan b peterson and uh, he talked about wildfires and the fact that we humans we want to control everything right you like to control everything well i do at least and letting go of that control one can be hard can be well, seem, seem almost as impossible as as saving the environment now thing is so if wild so wildfires are a natural part of the, the cleaning process of the forest so if there's a wildfire and you put it out the forest will not get the cleaning up it needs so for every time you put out the fire the fire will get bigger and bigger and bigger and at one point there's so much rubble and well dead trees and and just well flammable objects on the on the ground level of the, of the forest that when there is a fire it's going to be a fire so massive that it'll just burn the soil so nothing will grow there for for years and uh, i think it it sort of relates to the to the fact that we 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 do tend to it comes from a good place right you 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 just want to help you just want to solve the problem then it turns out that it wasn't a problem it was things were working them out by themselves and you actually got got in your own way um now it might obviously also be the case that people are uh behind the like malevolent forces want to destroy the rainforest for profit well, that might also be the case and uh well what can we do about that could we put all the blame on them and saying these horrible people are destroying our planet or could we look to ourselves and actually see what what are we doing to our planet how are we treating our lungs now because you see the planet is a is your larger self both metaphorically and well literally because you're actually living on the thing and earth is a living thing i don't know if you noticed it's well things are growing things are being born and things are dying all of these things are quite natural and we humans like to interfere because that's what we do you know we solve solve problems problem solvers but uh very often it's it's uh sensible to take a step back and try to get like a bigger view of the situation and see if you can actually um uh, well see what you can do should do and and maybe even what you what you don't have to do and well it all draws back to the earth joke right for all of you viewers who who saw episode 1 we had great fun telling the two planets joke uh 
Now, the core of the two planets joke is the fact that humans are a plague, that we are destroyers, that we infect. Now, from that point of view, it's really hard being a human being. Because, well, everything you touch turned to shit. But it's just a it's just a matter of perspective, right? Because if you insist that humans are the problem, well, then well, watch Terminator 2 and you, you get the gist of it all. Uh, then we need to be destroyed. But there is a different approach to this. It's that humans are the solution. We are the part of the equation that that is necessary for this to actually be be the good thing that it is. And uh, I, I find it uh, so interesting that, that we always tend to to lean, lean towards the well the bad self, the insufficient self, the world destroying self. And I guess I think it's time we wake up and, and see that we are not that. We are not the problem. We are not the burner of forest. We are the keeper of the forests. We are the tenders of the garden. Because Earth is a garden. And uh, I don't know, there's this, this good old book, the Bible book, I believe, well, you jump jump ahead a bit, like you have the whole creation story, and then Adam and Eve are in the Garden of Eden. It's a wonderful place. And then they get kicked out for eating from this um, tree of wisdom. The knowledge of good and evil. And that's right. We do have the knowledge of good and evil, but that does not necessarily make us evil. It does not at all make us evil. It makes us good. And we have an infinite capacity to do good towards each other, towards the planet, towards ourselves. But we tend to forget that. And I'm here to remind you that you are good, that it's all good, and that it's easy to focus on external problems like forests on fire. But then again, if you look at the bigger picture, it's okay for the forest to be on fire. Obviously, it might be the case that it's a man-created problem. But at the same time, Forest fires are very natural, and they're okay. And it all goes back to how we treat ourselves. Don't treat yourself like shit. You treat the planet like shit. You treat, treat your like people around you. That's gonna make it a shitty place. And we're not living in a shitty place. We're living in the Garden of Eden, and. It's time we wake up and smell the grass. 
I do believe it was also Jordan Peterson speaking about this, a natural disaster. And how the fact that when nature intervenes with us, with human behavior, we tend to blame nature. Which I think goes to us like taking responsibility for our actions. And I believe his example was with a flood, but also like with this fire thing. Now, up, up here in the West, we've been enjoying the benefits of, well, of capitalism and, and of this money-based society that we're living in. And uh, we've, we've been buying our goods from other countries, looking the other way as to where these things come from and, and how they're produced and whether that's beneficial for the people making them or the places being made. Now, you see, you don't, you don't have to send money to the rainforest to save the rainforest. You can save the rainforest by making a conscious decision as to what you want to put your energy into, where you want to put this fun bag of money. It's um, that that's where you can make a difference is with yourself, right? Makes sense. Because it's easy, like okay, so let's let's blame the what is it? You'd, you'd blame Brazil. It's Brazil's fault. Or you can personalize it. It's Brazil's president's fault because he's not taking this seriously. But you're not the president of Brazil. Unless you're watching president of Brazil, then... Well, you take, then you can take care of whatever is in front of you right now. But for the rest of us, we can do our part by looking at ourselves. Stop pointing the finger at everyone else. Start looking at yourself. Uh, because that's where the magic is and that's where the realization that you're actually an important part of the whole play because when you're pointing the finger outwards and talking about whomever then you're just an extra in this uh, magnificent play of life and well insisting you're an extra when you're the main character that's going to well, it's going to put a dent in the movie, right? It's going to make the movie unbearable to watch. And you're on front row, enjoying your adventure, insisting that you're just some extra with no lines hanging out in the background of the scene. You're the scene, man. You're the forests. Okay. So I've been rambling for a while and Rabbe sent me another clip. Now, if Lord willing, I'm able to actually send this uh, send this through and, and maybe I can actually even listen to it. Uh, okay, let's 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 see now if I can <laughs> Can get this uh, this on the run and um, wish me luck. Okay, the interesting thing about breath is <sighs> this is the fun joke 
uh, the people tend to believe in is this thing about you know <laughs> being tired and stuff that yawning is sort of unpolite or something that that yawning means you're tired what if it's not what if that's just a, a common belief that is simply not true because what is it why is it that yawning is kind of uh, you know if i if i'm yawning you're probably gonna do it too and that's that's magical because because uh, it, it kind of is a, a way to force yourself to take a deep breath. <sighs> and what happens when you take a deep breath? You cleanse the whole system. You let go of resistance in your body. You let go of kind of dense energies. So if you're taking a deep breath, if you're yawning, it doesn't mean you're tired. It means you're releasing something. So take away the, yeah, I'm inviting you to take away the misheld belief that yawning is, means you're tired. Yawning means you're living. So, and if you come into a room and you're the one yawning because you've been sitting still for two hours watching some presentation, it is not impolite to yawn, it is a service to your fellow beings. <sighs> That's a bit better, right? So go about your day and do your yawnings because people are gonna love you for it. Okay. Maybe not officially, but their energies are gonna love you for it. So, yeah. What do you think, Ulf? Oh, that's me. Hello. Well, I guess yawning is uh, is infectious and it's early in the morning, so that makes total sense. Thank you, Robbie, for uh, that um, beautiful insight on the fine art of uh, the breath. Now, what do I think? Well, I guess I can share it with you guys. I think it's very, very true what what Robert speaks of, like in terms of the the fact that we're, well, we're breathing all the time, and uh, and it's breath that connects us with with our higher self, and so so actually taking a good breath. Oh, what the hell? I don't know, technology, some sound. I hope it didn't mess things up for you guys. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought there. Um, remember to breathe, I guess. So breath is a, well, it's the most natural thing, right? It's what you do for your entire life. When you stop breathing, you guess you're dead. So breathing means you're alive. And yawning is just getting that extra. It's a powerful breathing exercise. 
And I guess it's infectious because well, we all need to connect to each other. And, and it's funny, right? Like when we see other people performing an action, like yawning or smiling or being upset or angry, we tend to mimic and uh, mirror that thing. We're just a bunch of mirrors. Mirrors walking around, mirroring each other. So what's that thing at the carnival? Uh, uh, the um, room of mirror? Hall, hall of mirrors? I like walking around there and you can't really tell what's, what's your reflection and what's what's a pathway. I think it's like import, important to remember that well, everyone you meet on your way is a mirror showing you aspects of yourself. People you, you perceive as succeeding show you your potential. People you see as failing show you your fears. People yawning show you that you need more air. So you, you breathe, the air comes in through your nostrils or your mouth and they go in through here and into your lungs and the lungs take the oxygen and how does it even do that? P put the oxygen into the the blood? Well, that's impressive. That's, that's some impressive shit. Quite the feat. Um, yeah. It's, uh, well, it's interesting. Now, now I wish the rabbi was here. Someone to bounce off on, you know. We don't even have a guest today. I wanted to have a guest today. I called some people. I couldn't have said it was too early. What, like, it's the wake-up show. I just have to wake up and then... Smell the coffee. I don't like coffee. It smells funny. That's ironic, right? It's supposed to be a good thing. I do like the smell of some types of coffee. But the taste of coffee just never... never appealed to me. Now, as a kid, and I would sit on my grandfather's lap, he would uh, dip like a sugar cube in, 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 in coffee and, and give me as a snack. Well, that I could like, but I don't think it was the coffee. I think it was my grandfather's love and affection. I don't know. What do you think? What is it we really want when we're out saving the world, protesting the destruction of our rainforest? of our Mother Earth, Earth's lungs. Why, why is it so hard for us to see that what we're all craving is to be seen, and to be loved by people around us? And they're mirrors, right? So what is it that do you what is it you really need is 
Well, it's to love yourself unconditionally. Well, that's rough, right? Because you've done a lot of dumb stuff. Messed up a bunch of times. Why should you, of all people, have the benefits of unconditional love? No conditions? Gotta be a catch, right? That's the thing. It's no catch. It's a gift. It's the greatest gift you could ever give. No strings attached. That's kind of cool. No wanting anything in return. Just giving. I guess we could plant trees. I guess we could like go to the Sahara Desert, plant plants and trees, see if we could save the planet from this plague called humanity. But we're not a plague. We're part of the whole thing. You're part of the whole thing. You're not separate. It's like the whole... Uh, what's the wave thing? Thinking you're a wave. You're the ocean. You're the whole thing. Right now you're a wave. I... Yesterday, my good friend uh, Morton uh, sent me this clip, this animation clip about uh, a man dying, meeting God and realizing that is just this is just a playground and that we're uh, learning through experience that we're growing for every incarnation and that treating other people like shit is treating yourself like shit. And this doesn't even have to be true to you. But why on earth would you treat other people in 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 such a way that you treat yourself because they're mirrors, right? So on a deeper level, when you're lashing out on some random person, that's you lashing out on yourself and yourself falling short. The thing is, you can never fall short. You can never fail. Because this is your life. And it's a learning experience. And we do tend to forget how learning works. Through trial and error. Error is not a bad thing. Failure is not a bad thing. It's learning. So, when we're looking back at this period in time like say 20 years from now, we could either say, well, look at those fuck-ups back in 2019, destroying the planet tree by tree. Or we can look back and say, 
man, we were learning a lot of stuff back then. We were growing. Because there's more to a tree than just what's above ground, you know? Got the roots. Connecting all the trees together and all of that stuff. That's cool. So, when you're failing, and because this is the learning channel, life is the learning channel, enjoy that. Embrace that. Don't be a dick. But, but you're learning, you're growing. That's pretty cool. Okay, so lungs of Mother Earth. So much it's so much easier to sort of um well wheeling it in when there's someone else talking, not just yourself. Lungs of Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Well so mother is like the the life giver. Where's dad in this picture? Mother is Earth. Who fucked Mother Earth? I don't know. Probably Uranus. That's a that's a free joke. It's not the best of jokes. A mother, I guess, reflects on like more of a feminine quality. And I guess uh, that's why. Well, we often refer to God as like a male, male, male energy, the creator. Whereas the feminine energy is what, like the creative force that's being created. Hmm. That's neat. <sighs> yeah. Um. I wish I had another clip from Rabbe. I don't even know. Do I? F how can I figure out if people are watching this? Can I? Can I look on? On the interweb. To see. I can see myself. It's confusing. Well. Anyways. Let's focus back on this. Yeah, I wanted to have a guest today. I can actually have people calling in. Oh. I'm not quite sure if Rabbe is actually on. How, how on earth do I actually cue him in? Oh, that was the sound I heard earlier. Rabbi, I'm so sorry. This technology is getting to the best of me. Because you're not still online, are you? You're just a frozen frame. Oh, well. Well, that explained that mystery. What can we do to save the planets? Huh? Well, 
I guess I could start looking at myself. What can I do to make this a better place? How can I heal the world? This is turning into a Michael Jackson song. That's kind of cool. I can heal the world by healing myself. I can heal myself by healing my wounds. And I think the best way to heal your wounds is to actually look at them. Check them out. It might be, you know, if, if there's, if you have trouble walking and it turns out that you've gotten like splinters in your um, on the sole of your foot and uh, you need to get that splinter out but in order to do that you actually need to take a closer look because it might be really really small so so we healing starts with looking at your wounds and I think it's very important, again, to remember that your wounds are not symbols of your failure. It's uh, tokens of your journey. Mental wounds. Rough stuff might have been happening. Oh, is he back? No. Maybe. This technology is uh, this is 2019. I think Rob is on the train going to Lillehammer. Oh, oh, oh. Rabbe, are you uh, are you online? Maybe not. Oh well. So I lost my train to Lillehammer of thoughts. Because when we're looking at our pasts, we tend to be embarrassed at our shortcomings and our failures. When I'm looking, when I'm, later today, when I'm looking back at this episode, I'll be like, man, why did I not learn this setup better so that I'll be able to actually speak to Rabbe when he's calling in from the train. But I'm not sure I'm able to do that. Or I'm not even sure he is online. I'm online. You're online. We're aligned. So, back to the thing I was talking about, which was your wounds. The fire in the Amazon, well, we can look on it as sort of like a wound on planet Earth, Mother Earth. So she's learning. She's not failing. She's not failing us. She's not failing you. She's not failing me. You're not failing you, or Mother Earth for that matter. But it's, I think it's so 
important for us to remember this perspective that we're not a plague. We're, well, if Mother Earth is a mother, we are a child of Mother Earth. And mothers tend to love their children. Oh, unconditionally, maybe some conditions will apply depending on how trauma, how much trauma Mother Earth has, how many wounds she has uh, neglected to acknowledge there. So be true, man. Be true to yourself and to others. Well, that's going to get you a long way to saving this forest that's some fire. Fire. I guess the key ingredient to a fire is oxygen. So, in a sense, whereas fire typically symbolizes, I don't know, death, destruction, maybe we can just shift it a bit, shift it into good old rebirth. Good old reboot. Starting up again. Fresh start. But learning from your mistakes does not mean blaming yourself, hating yourself for what you failed to perform. It's a learning experience. Breathe. Enjoy. Have fun. Now, as the wake-up show is 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 a is one of me and Rabbi's building blocks of our waking up empire. We went around on Friday pitching our uh, pitching this concept as a. As a, as a live TV show, it was uh, it was quite the experience. So we went to these different production companies in 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 Oslo, three of them, and we showed our little pilot, and we talked about how we wanted to wake people up, because. Obviously, it's very comfortable sleeping in. You know, the bed is nice, comfortable, under the covers. Just 10 more minutes. The thing is with life, all you have to do is show up. And now sometimes showing up means actually staying in bed. Because you need to show up to that itch, that's uh, that uncomfortable feeling that makes you not want to get up that morning. Investigate. What's this wound? What's this fine lesson I've learned? How can it help me grow? How can it make me a better mirror for people around me? 
Because you're a mirror as well, right? The man in the mirror. Or woman. Or horse. Or cat. Or snake. Snake the snake in the Garden of Eden. The culprit. Right? It's the snake's fault. The blame game. Now the snake is not at fault. He's the catalyst. He's your greatest helper. Now, way back then, in the Garden of Eden, before you became conscious, Things were sort of perfect, right? Ignorance is bliss. But we wanted to learn more. We wanted to grow. And to grow, we had to actually look into this good and evil thing. And we're learning. But we're always in the Garden of Eden. It is we who abolished ourselves because we felt we didn't deserve it. It's easy to put the blame on God, right? But God is but a mirror. Maybe a more um, ambiguous, not as concrete as your fellow man, but still a mirror. You think Rob is still on? Ah, it's fine. He'll be back next Monday. Because that's what we do. We show up. We try our best. We speak the truth. Yeah, that seems to be a good idea. And it is true that there is a fire in the Amazon forests. It's a big forest, so there's always going to be a f fire somewhere, I guess. And some of them may be man-made. And these men, or women, might have made those fires for profit, for personal gain. But look at yourself. What do you do for profit? What do you do for gain? And where do you put these gains that you've acquired? Because it's... I don't know. I'm not big on football or soccer, but it seems to be a team sport. And... Uh, Life seems to be a team effort. Not only seems, it is. But there is no opposing team. We're all on the same team. And now here's the kicker. We're all winning. All of the time. By coming here, we won the jackpot. We got this experience. 
this unique, wonderful experience. Unlike any experience you ever had before. Unless you're redoing this incarnation, which is also enjoyable if you know what I'm saying. Recap. <sighs> Rerun. Now, I can see now at the clock, because I'm looking at the clock, I'm like, how, how long can I keep this going? Without my trusty other, other half. Or even the guests. Well, I can be guests then. So it's a pleasure to have you here in the in the wake up show. Well, thanks. Uh, I, I I don't know why you invited me because I have nothing to nothing important to share. I'm I'm just a insignificant speck on on a small piece of rock that's hurling through space. Insert speed. I don't remember because well, who am I? Well, still, if we wanted to to have you on because we think you're an um, we think you're an interesting character, we think you're important. Oh wow! Someone outside of me thinks I'm important. Maybe I am. Or then again, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm a poor little me. Maybe I am the virus. It's a, it's a free choice. Because I think we, we got it wrong what the whole concept of free will means. Because it seems to me that our actions are somewhat determined by the conditions in which we make these decisions to perform these actions. Um, but it's how we interpret them. It's how we reference them. It's how, like, our perception is 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 the whole. We have the freedom of perception. Are we learning or are we failing? Failing is learning. <sighs> this is a good place. This is the Garden of Eden. This is heaven. It always was. and It always will be. And you're always invited. And you're always there. At the party. As a raw bell. Quote. Yeah. Okay. We're at the point in the episode where I'm going to uh, present a quote that I find meaningful and, uh, and profound because there is a lot of wisdom out there. So I printed it out on a piece of paper and I'm going to show it to you, my viewer, fellow human or tree if you're watching. Watching tree. So the quote is as follows. 
to hold like that maybe. Now, my good friends, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. Now, at the bottom it says Michael Jackson. And uh, I have to investigate. Did Michael Jackson write this or did someone write it for him? Either way, he sent it out into the world. And uh, I know Michael Jackson was not a perfect human being. Nor am I or you. We're flawed. That's what makes us human. Because we're here to learn. And Michael Jackson, he learned some stuff. He made some mistakes. Are we going to judge him? As a lesser, lesser human? For being human? Or are we going to accept that this is... The human experience is complex behind, beyond... Um, our grasp because we can't even fathom our own lives like we can only do like bits at a time <sighs> yeah you're the change you are mother earth even though you're a dude you're feminine you're both the feminine and the masculine right can be both yeah mm. so back gonna go back to the back to the theme the lungs remember to breathe when things get rough when you get caught up in the razzle dazzle of life when you become convinced of your own shortcomings, because they might be convincing, then breathe. Breath is key. Breath is life. And you're living. And you're thriving and you're growing, and you're learning, and you're doing fine, you're good, not perfect, good, never meant to be perfect, what would perfect look like, right, nobody making any mistakes, everything just going smoothly, the smooth place, as we like to say here. Me and Rabbe, always looking for that smooth place. But we need some friction. We need some... We need life. Because we're learning. Yeah. I remember going to, to, to the shrink, shrink a couple of years back and, and we were 
talking about, well, when you perform a task, you, you want it to per be perfect, right? You want it to be as good as it can be. So you set your goal like, this is my goal. And then, because per perfect is very, it's an impossible ideal. It's not even actually such a good goal, it turns out, but you end up down there. Like, you want it there, but you're here. And and back then I was like, so I failed. Because this, I've, I've, I didn't make it. It could, could be something as, as, as abstract as like building a wall. And I wanted the wall to look perfect, but it had some flaws. So it wasn't up there, it was down there. It was a wall, not wall, wall. But uh, I judged myself and put myself in the failure bin. Now, the thing is, it's not binary, right? It's It's got some more levels to it. And I was a very good perspective from my, my psychologist talking about how we tend to see things in a very binary way. So it's either you've succeeded or you've failed. But there are infinite levels in between. And all of them are good. Even failing. So the wall was good. It was not perfect. It was good. You're good. And if you take out one of the O's, you're God. And if you're God, well, you better take some responsibility and fix that fucking forest. Because it's burning it's a crisis and we've made it created the crisis we're not the problem we're the solution we're not the cancer that rides the earth we're the butterfly I love you guys this was fun, and I promise I will either get Robert to be here the next time, he will, or I'll learn this high-tech stuff, and uh, I didn't fail, I'm learning. You've been listening to the Infinite Podcast with... Ulf Deliverity <laughs> and me Einstein Rabbe thanks so much for listening and uh, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes Spotify yeah and um, yeah or on Facebook or yeah follow us on Facebook yeah uh, and also we've now made a Patreon account yes so if you like this podcast and uh, would like to support us go to Patreon and check out our Infinite Podcast site there um, your support would well, yeah, would would make really it appreciate possible this. for us to to make more podcasts it takes a lot of time we enjoy it so much to do it uh, but we also have you know regular jobs to pay the bills and our dream is to be able to do this full time yeah and, this, um, this is our full time and this we're taking our full -time baby time. steps uh, yeah. towards that dream and we want to make 
more episodes and uh, continue to share it with you. So that would be great. Actually, I realized when we talk about it, we haven't even explained what Patreon actually is. So we'll yeah, it's like a s- support site where you can um, support uh, a uh, well, a business or a artist or an artist or whatever creator um, that makes something with the. Um, I guess like monthly um, donations could yeah. be like from a dollar and upwards. Yeah. Right. So a- a- anything would be would be great. We would be so thankful, and Absolutely. and you would be thankful because we're doing yeah. this for you. Yeah. And it actually gives it's um it's a good feeling sometimes to actually help the things you care about. So if you're listening to uh, to us and you. You care care about us, <laughs> but I mean, I mean seriously, it, it's it's uh, it's a good thing to to contribute to the things that 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 matters to you. So yeah, that will we're help not asking you to to uh, to pay unless you actually want to see this podcast uh, grow and and uh, yeah unfold into to what it's about to become. Infinite greatness. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.